The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Uh, let's check in with Damien Wilds from the Coalition for Marriage. Hello, Damien. Welcome along to 2020. Neil, thank you for having me. Uh, Damien, uh, caught you on the hop a little bit this morning. Thanks so much for being available. I know that uh, you're talking to a lot of media about the things that are happening in the no case when it comes to the marriage plebiscite postal survey. I wonder whether you've got any insights as to whether there's been a high turnout. Uh, People are getting their votes in uh, early, or is there still a lot of Aussies that haven't voted yet? Well, uh, firstly, Neil, yes, I'm certainly out and about, so I apologise for any background noise. There's plenty to do at the moment. Um, but in terms of your question on, on the response to date, um, it, it's interesting that the ABS seems to think we've only had a 57.5% turnout to date. Um, that stands in complete contrast to what many in the Yes camp uh, and other segments of the media had been suggesting, that we'd seen upwards of 70 and even almost 80% response rate, which is just fanciful. Really what we know is that almost one in two Australians are yet to vote, which, which really means a huge task for the No campaign in really trying to drive that vote in the next few weeks. This is something that we as Australians are not really used to uh, with state and federal elections being compulsory. That, that American-style get-out-the-vote element is something quite unique. Okay, so we'll be watching this space, but as you say, there's an awful lot of people who haven't voted, and I I wonder whether you have any insight into what sort of motivations people might have. Is it just laziness, we didn't get our vote in, or is there a certain apathy that uh, we're just not going to vote because it's a protest? Uh, Any sort of insights like that for uh, for that, you know, that half of Australians haven't voted yet? Yeah, look, the the, the polling, um, as, as I've already indicated, polling is far from an exact science. But what polls we do have in terms of intention, um, only a minority of people, I suspect, will sit this out as a deliberate uh, boycott or protest. I imagine for the, the great majority of people on both sides of the debate who've yet to vote um, and would like to, it's just one of those things where it's probably sitting on the dining room table, stuck to the fridge, accidentally went in the recycling. Uh, so on that note, you know, it's probably worth reminding everyone that, um, you know, if you've lost your vote or for any, any sort of similar thing, you can certainly phone... Um, the ABS and ask for a new ballot to be issued. Damien, there's so many issues, and when you say you're busy, that's not an underestimate. Uh, One of the issues, let me ask you about this and uh, what you may be able to let us in on, because the Coalition for Marriage has been hit with a defamation action. A Canberra woman who says her image was used from a peaceful protest and used in an article on the Coalition for Marriage's website. Uh, What are you able to tell us about this sort of uh, another part, I imagine, of what might be the ugly side of the campaign? Well, I can tell you there's certainly a lot of ugly stuff going on, uh, Neil. Um, you know, I won't speak, if I may, I won't speak too much length on that particular one so as not to prejudice my, what might be yet to come. Um, but, you know, I, I can certainly say that uh, there's a lot of ugliness in this campaign. 
um, you know, my office just a few days ago received a brick in post which was uh, nicely padded by the contents of someone's vacuum cleaner. Um, you know, we're, we're getting some wonderful fan mail, as you might expect. Uh, myself, personally, I had a, a charming uh, threat to my person just last night. These sorts of things are par for the course, though, and we won't be, we won't be deterred by that because, frankly, uh, marriage is just much more important. We are captivated, aren't we, when we hear of these sorts of things happening, though. Uh, physical assaults, uh, we know about the one uh, just a week or more ago with the former Prime Minister Tony Abbott, the headbutt incident, a uh, Catholic mm-hmm. priest allegedly been spat on in Brisbane. There are a series the of these ugly incidents, Damien. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, I, I know the priest in question. He's an absolute gentleman. You know, for someone to do that merely by virtue of the fact that, you know, he's a cleric and, and presumably not knowing anything about his voting intentions, you know, just simply to see him on site, um, to have that response, I think it says something, unfortunately, about where, you know, certain elements of our society are at. Uh, as we say, there's so much to talk about. Let me just get a little bit of uh, insight from you and perhaps some feedback that you might have had on the Macklemore uh, concert at the NRL Grand mm. Final on the weekend, uh, the mm. airing of no campaign ads. How, do, how does all that look as the dust starts to settle after the Grand Final? Well, that whole experience was quite bizarre. I mean, the choice of Macklemore in the first place, the suggestion that Tony Abbott had called for a ban, which was far from what he actually said. He rightly questioned the appropriateness of the act and I think he was well well right and within his his own rights to do so um, look you, you mentioned our ad um, you know we had planned to screen an ad uh, over the course of the weekend and that ad was knocked on the head for daylight hours because it was deemed to have an M rating um, by the, the standards bureau uh, sorry the, the relevant you know industry body I mean it's just bizarre um, I don't even know where to begin with that one Yes, uh, and making sense of that's not so easy, although uh, what I can hear you intimating is that uh, that was quite an unfair thing, not to be able to air a no-campaign ad on Saturday at the AFL Grand Final. Uh, is that something that's fairly widespread amongst the no-campaign side? Well, it just strikes me as odd, Neil, that you know, um, us trying to put out the message of, of consequences um, you know, can be deemed to have an M rating, uh, and yet you know, we're faced with the prospect of a, you know, a deluge of radical gender ideology into our children's classroom if the yes vote succeeds. It just seems quite at odds. It, it just seems to be rank hypocrisy. Well, of course, Australia is quite a multicultural nation, and ethnic leaders have expressed a lot of their concerns about uh, the uh, survey. Uh, what are your thoughts about what uh, what various uh, multicultural ethnic groups might have been saying about what's going on with the, ple- the plebiscite? Um, it's a very good question, Neil. And obviously, you know, most of the information that I have personally is anecdotal. Um, you know, it's very hard. You know, we refer back to polling again. Polling um, can be fraught with difficulties at the best of times, but when we actually try to drill down uh, to see what demographics are saying on the issue, I think a lot of these people, um, you know, look, certainly there is widespread concern within the multicultural community, but much like the broader Australian community at large, it's an issue of uh, getting sufficient motivation, uh, sufficient engagement with this to actually have people cast their vote. I imagine that, you know, both for migrant communities as well as anyone else, there's... I think sufficient understanding now that this is more than a question of love. It's more than a question of a piece of legislation. There is something far deeper at play here. 
that there are still, I think, a lot of people sitting on the fence, perhaps not quite sure what to do, who are probably sitting there at home with the ballot paper on the table, as I said. You just need that extra encouragement from us to send it in. You know, it's not enough to, to say to them it's OK to say no. You really need to be telling them at this point, you must say no. Well, it does seem quite deceptive uh, to try to separate consequences from a change to legislation that would have such a major impact uh, on Australia socially and historically. Uh, Let's talk about your latest ad. You've got a new no campaign ad uh, that Mm. suggests Mm. uh, that students would be required to celebrate homosexuality in schools and uh, that this is already happening in Canada. Uh, what, are, what are the latest mm. things that, uh, that you're trying to communicate in the latest No campaign ad? Oh, precisely what you said, Neil. You, you expressed it very well. Um, for those who haven't seen it, it is a longer look at uh, what the Canadian, Canadian experience has been to date. Um, you know, obviously the best of times for us to air a 30-second ad that cost an arm and a leg. Um, this latest one runs for some minutes, uh, and we do hope that it goes to the full extent of explaining to people that Canada changed its laws on marriage some, uh, I believe, 13 years ago now. Uh, and the consequences of that change are there for all to see. We're not stabbing around in the dark and just hazarding a, a wild guess at what might be the case. Um, we could go one step further even in, than what's explained in the adverts. You know, the, the rollout of radical gender ideology and sex education in Canadian classrooms over which parental rights have just been progressively stripped back. And we can go further and see that in various Canadian provinces, there are moves now, uh, you know, to criminalise the incorrect use of pronouns and so on. It's just, it's mind-blowing. Uh, so for people to say there are no consequences and for people to think that it won't affect us personally, you know, you don't want a same-sex marriage, well, don't get one, that's, that's a certainty, that's a ridiculous argument. It affects everybody. And that's what we're trying to show people uh, pointing to the Canadian experience Damien, as you say, it costs an arm and a leg to screen a 30-second ad. Uh, This latest one you've got uh, goes for two or three minutes. It really does start to unpack a little more depth uh, than some of the uh, very more shallow insights that you've been able to include in a 30-second spot. I imagine that there is a stress on finances. (laughs) What is the financial position in the No campaign? Uh, uh, There's lots of people that might be leading us all to think that there's plenty of money on the no side, but what's the what's the case? Is, can you give us any sort of insights into uh, whether yeah. there's a bit of a struggle going on here financially? Oh, look, our friends in the uh, the Yes campaign have referred to us having a bucket of cash, quote unquote. <laughs> I wish it, it was so. Um, you know, as I've said to other people, we don't have a queue of Alan Joyce's uh, lining up to tip in a million dollars of their twenty five million uh, pay packet. Every single dollar, every cent that we've raised. Um, has come from uh, from grassroots supporters, from churches and the like. Um, we just don't have the big end of town in our pocket. We don't have the mainstream media, the institutions and so on. But what we have been able to do to date has been nothing short of incredible. Every time one of those ads has aired on TV, and even the ads which did end up going to air uh, during the grand finals over the weekend, which were not cheap, uh, were all financed by, by grassroots supporters. We have, I mean, I think last time you had me on the show here, we talked about the fact that this campaign was going to cost millions. Um, that remains the case. You know, I'm, I'm sure people could work out that millions have been spent, but we've also got a very long way to go yet. Um, I think there's a, an, an element of risk here in people thinking that 
The ballot papers came out some weeks ago. Um, it'll all have been over in the first week. Those who are going to vote have voted. But we know from the ABS figures this week that that's not true. Only 57.5% of people have voted. We've got many, many more people to reach yet. I mean, we've got somewhere between 6 and 7 million Australians who haven't voted. If we can reach these people, we have a very good chance of winning that campaign. So to return to your question, we need a lot more funding yet. Okay, this is not a time to drop the ball. In fact, uh, I read one note that said uh, this week alone... Uh, you'll need somewhere in the vicinity of $400,000 as a fundraising target to keep the campaign continuing at the momentum that it's on now. So $400,000 a week, is that the sort of dollars you're talking about? Uh, well, actually, that's understated. Uh, that's, uh, that's purely uh, the target that Marriage Alliance, which I'm the CEO, has set. Um, we also have you know, many other campaign partners. There are between 70 and 80 uh, coalition partners, and then of course we have the umbrella organisation Coalition for Marriage itself. So just that 400 in a week is the target that Marriage Alliance alone has set. The overall cost of the campaign are, are, are quite significant. Well, Damien, always good getting your insights. I'll point people to the Coalition for Marriage website. And I know that there'll be a lot of listeners who are thinking they could probably chip in a few dollars. And they might not have done that yet. Maybe they've been waiting to see what the outcome has been uh, so far. But uh, let me point people to the Coalition for Marriage website. It's coalitionformarriage.com.au. Coalitionformarriage.com.au. There's updates there on what's happening with the No campaign. And there'll be a link there where you can make a contribution towards the campaign as it is unfolding. This is the pointy end of the spear. This is the time uh, to make a difference. Damien Wilde, always appreciate your insights. Uh, No doubt we'll catch up again sometime soon. But uh, thanks so much for the update on the Coalition for Marriage and the No case today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.